Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 37 of Extreme EvoCast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. <laughs> um, today, I, I have a few things to say before we get into the, to the meat of today, uh, which is a very exciting episode, actually. Super, super exciting. I, uh, it was a little bit you know, uh, out of the blue. I mean, I've, I've had a few days to sort of think about how I want to approach this, um, but I am in a new location. I believe I talked about it last time. I don't remember if I did or not, so if I didn't, I apologize. Uh, or if I did, I apologize, because I'm going to be talking about it again. Uh, I'm at my grandmother's house <laughs> uh, for about a month until I go back to college, because um, I have no place to live. My parents moved away uh, from where we're living Currently, I did talk about this, but a recap. Uh, my parents moved away, um, so you know, while I was home for, for from college, I was living with them, and now I have no place to live. Uh, so I'm living with my grandmother. Uh, you know, it wasn't like they just left me behind. I uh, we talked about this, we planned this. You know, this is this has been a big thing. Um, but for this episode of EvoCast, and most likely the next one, I'm not 100 percent sure. It is two per month, but you know, it's not going to be exactly a month. Um, that I'm staying here. It'll be a weird situation. I guess I could just look <laughs> at the calendar to see if I'm going to be here because, let me see. Uh, I'm leaving the 26th or so. Or by the 26th, I will definitely be away. Okay, yeah, so it's going to be the 18th. So, yes, definitely I'm going to be here for uh, next episode of EvoCast. So, uh, whatever I say now is going to apply to next episode. Um... It might, I don't know, I honestly don't know the acoustics of this room. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear the fan going on above me. Uh, I don't know if the, if the sound is going to be bad. Uh, I'm not going to worry about it too much because, you know, I'm sort of in an unorthodox living space just for a couple of days or a couple of weeks. Um, so it's only going to affect two episodes of EvoCast, so I'm not going to worry too much about it. Um, so if you do hear, you know, the fan on in the background, if you do hear some, some weird sound or... Uh, you know, if I sound a little bit different because of the acoustics of the room, I apologize. Um, I've listened back, you know, a little bit. It doesn't sound too bad. I don't think I don't think it's going to be extremely noticeable. But just in case, uh, that's why. That's what's going on. Um, but yeah, I hope you all are having a good day. Today is a fun day. Um, I was originally going to talk about something else. Um, something that I've been planning on to talking about for a while, which I will probably save for next episode. Um, but there was a release. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where this person got it from. Uh, there's no information on Cerebi as far as I can tell regarding this information. Uh, and there's no, it, there's no real backstory to how this came, how this came to be. Um, but a person by the name of Pokelly YouTube or Pokelly YT uh, on Twitter. Also, they have a YouTube channel, Mixelli. Um, you might know them. Actually, they're they're a quite popular uh, YouTuber. Over two hundred, almost two hundred and eighty thousand subscribers on YouTube, and how many followers on Twitter? I it doesn't matter. Twelve thousand. Um, they acquired a debug slash beta version of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl and Platinum. I assume Platinum. I'm not sure. Um, so today is going to be a big episode. Um, 
for that. Uh, I'm going to be talking about everything, uh, pretty much everything that has been released, revealed to us uh, for the Diamond Pokemon Diamond and Pearl and Platinum Beta or Debug version. It's never really said exactly if it's like a like a beta or a debug version. Like 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 I said, I don't know where this person got their hands on it. Um, most. If not all of my information, pretty, I will say 99%, if not 100% of my information will be coming from, um, Pokeli YT on Twitter because this, I'm, I'm essentially just going to be looking through their archive, um, their videos that they've posted of this information and sort of just going through it, uh, you know, simplifying it a little bit really calling out the most important details and giving my personal twist on it. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. I did look into this a little bit before we started. You know, I've been following the progression over the past uh, couple of days, like a week or so, two weeks almost. Um, you know, I'm sure you've seen art of it if you're if you're on Twitter, if you're in the Pokemon fandom. If you're not in the Pokemon fandom, what are you doing? Why are you listening to this podcast? Um I hope you enjoy. <laughs> if you are, hope this is your first taste of Pokemon. And what a way to get a first taste of Pokemon by the beta of one of the best Pokemon games out there, uh, in my opinion. Uh, so I am. I do have a little bit of news to start with. Uh, I'm gonna sort of not do a lot of the news today. Uh, there's not much, but I am going to sort of just plow through it very quickly. Uh, because there is a lot to talk about today, and I'm very excited. I want to have as much time as I possibly can to talk about this uh, information. Um, a little bit of a fair warning before we get started here. Uh, this episode is going to be a very... Um, how do I say it? Very information-heavy episode. It's going to be a lot of me just like going through a lot of different things and talking about them. Um, like, for example, the final you know sort of part of this of this uh exhibition that i have going through here is going to be, uh you know i'm going to be watching the seven minute long video of all of the beta sprites uh for the diamond and pearl pokemon and talking about each and every one of them so if that's not really you know i'm going to be talking about uh not every i'm not going to be just going through a list uh but i will be going through things sort of meticulously and sort of just you know, remember that one episode or like, for example, you know, like the, the type review episodes where I go through every Pokemon and talk about them individually of every type. That's sort of what to expect from today. Uh, so if you're not really a big fan of, you know, more specific things, if you like more broad subjects and you don't really like going through a big list, uh, maybe this episode isn't for you. Um, but with that said, let's get started on the news. There's not much. <laughs> um... A few things for Cafe Mix have been going. Uh, Blossom and Exeggutor have being added to the game. That was like a week ago. That yeah, that was that was uh, the twentieth of July. So that's you know that's way a while ago. And also, in addition to that, more recently, um, Buizel and Dragonite are being added to Pokemon Cafe Mix. Um, Pokemon Go, so uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in Pokemon Go right now. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on in Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go Fest is happening right now, I believe, or it did happen, or I don't know what the deal is. Not really been super following on exact dates, um, but uh, Pokemon Go Fest happened, is happening. Is it, what is it? I'm not sure. Is it still going on? I actually don't know when it, when it's, like when it stopped. I assume it's done. Uh, 
when is Pokemon Go Fest? When has it been happening? I don't know. Let me see. Like I said, I haven't been really doing it. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously, Pokemon Go Fest, uh, you have to buy... Oh, okay, it's done. July 25th to 26th. Okay, it's done. It's done. <laughs> it already happened. I wasn't... I didn't know that it was a two-day thing. Uh, or at least if I did, I forgot. Uh, but you could get a ton of Pokemon, a ton of different stuff, and uh, if anyone went through that, I hope you had a fun time. A lot of stuff to talk about uh, with Pokemon Go Fest. You know, there were so many different Pokemon you could find, so many different, um, so many different things that you could that you could uh, find and do in Pokemon Go Fest 2020. Uh, but now that it's over, I you know maybe earlier Lily earlier Evo cast would have gone through every specific detail that that you could do on Pokemon Go Fest. Um, but you know, sort of taking a more broad look at it, you know, it's sort of just the norm. I don't really know. I don't really know what else to say. Um, you know, like there was events, there was different days, there was different things you could do, different Pokemon you could catch. I'm not gonna go through everything. Obviously, it was sort of a bad time because, you know, it already happened <laughs> uh, and, it, and it happened in the time, you know, there was, a, I wasn't, you know, due to the nature of, of how, when this, when this podcast happens, um, I am going to miss events like this by usually, I mean, and, uh, you know, for example, this time uh, by quite a large margin. So I didn't really have a chance to talk about it, talk about the specifics of it. I apologize for that. I don't really think anyone's going to cry over the fact that I didn't get to talk about every single specific detail in Pokemon Go Fest, but even if I did do EvoCast, like, in the middle of Pokemon Go Fest, I probably wouldn't have talked about it anyway. Um, speaking of Pokemon Go, there is a new community day coming up soon. It is Magikarp Day. Let me see the information on that specifically. Um, where's the announcement for that? I don't know when it's happening or if it already has passed. I doubt it. Uh, August 8th. So this weekend. Yep, it's August 4th right now. I'm recording this. Uh, well, you know, it's midnight August 4th. I mean, it's it's essentially it's the night of August 3rd. <laughs> uh, so this weekend, uh, Niantic have announced the next Pokemon Go Community Day on August 8th. We'll focus on Magikarp. He'll have three times capture Stardust, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's also a paid ticket for special research called Making a Splash. There will be a field research to give Magikarp candy as well. This is good because obviously, as you know, Magikarp has like the most candy uh, in like of any Pokemon to evolve with like 400 other than like Whelmer and like a few others. But so like this is this is kind of big. I might actually do this if I can. Might actually go out and do uh, this because I don't even think I have a Gyarados yet. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I never really lived near water or, or, or anything like that, uh, so I never really had an opportunity to get that many Magikarp candy, so I might be interested in doing this, I'm not sure. But yeah, that is happening August 8th, uh, so get excited about that. And finally, for the news, there is a thing, I don't know, is it, okay, Pokemon Virtual Fest. <laughs> um came out of nowhere. Pokemon Company have announced Pokemon Virtual Fest, running from August 12th through August 31st. It is an online virtual theme park involving rides based on Pokemon, various shows, and even footage of Pokemon Sword and Shield battles. 
You have the ability to customize your character's appearance, go on rides as, such as the Galarian Weezing Train or the Gigantamax Ferris Wheel, as well as participate in various missions created by Scrap, the company behind so many escape rooms in Japan. There are four areas of the park, event stage, attraction stage, attraction area, beach area where you can take pictures, and store area where you can buy various goods such as parts for your avatar. It also has several mini-games, including Antelion Shooting Shop and Doug Trio's Ring Throwing Shop. It is available in the Cluster app, seriously, only available in Japan. <laughs> they, could have said, they couldn't have said that in the beginning, I didn't know that. You were hyping me up all the way through, and then you hit me with the only available in Japan. That's so sad. I was actually kind of excited to do this. I mean, it looks amazing from what I can see. If you, you can go on Cerebi to look at the screenshots, it looks beautiful. The heck, man? <laughs> Why would you save that for the very end? You got me all excited and then you said, oh, nope, sorry. It's only in Japan. Well, I mean, I hope it's still a fun time for people who could participate. Who knows? Maybe there's some people uh, in Japan who can participate in this. And if you do, I hope it's a fun time. I will be checking in to see what kind of details... Because, you know, happens, because that sounds really cool. And finally, sad news. I should have said, I should have done this at the beginning. I don't know why I saved the sad news for the last. Well, it's not really sad. It's it's exciting, but also kind of bittersweet. Um, The final Pokemon Twilight Wings is coming soon. So after this, no more Twilight Wings. I quite, ex I, I quite enjoyed talking about Twilight Wings. Uh... It has been confirmed that the next and final episode of Twilight Wings, the web-based anim anime series set in Galar, will be released on August 6th, 2020. Uh, so, sort of a horrible time. Uh, literally the day after this episode of EvoCast airs, um, which is okay. So you'll have to wait two weeks to hear my opinions on it, but you can betcha that I'll be talking about it next time, uh, which I'm very excited about. But, like I said, a little bittersweet. The final episode of Twilight Wings. I'm a bit sad about that. I'm, I've really quite enjoyed... I've, I've really enjoyed it. I mean, if you've, you know... <laughs> uh, if you've seen my opinions on some of the, some of the... All of the episodes, pretty much, that have come out when I talked about them, I really enjoyed this. And I know that a lot of people that I've, that I've seen have really, really enjoyed it, too. So, honestly, I'm a little bit... I'm a little bit sad to hear that it's going. But... Let's just hope that the final episode is a great one. Alright, so, um, before we move on to the big segment of today, the big, big segment, the big, uh, Diamond and Pearl Veda, uh, of course we have to do everybody's favorite segment where we talk about a random Pokemon every episode, random Pokemon of the week, and this week's, this episode's Pokemon is number 505... Can you guess? It's Watchhog. <laughs> Watchhog is a normal type Pokemon introduced in Generation 5. It evolves from Patrat starting at level 20. Uh, Watchhog is the lookout Pokemon. It has Illuminate or Keen Eye or Analytic as its hidden ability, a 50 50 gender ratio. Uh, it is 3 foot 7, not as tall as I expected. Um, or 1.1 meters, 59.5 pounds, or 27.0 kilograms. I guess just 27. I don't have to say 0.0. Why does it say 0.0? What's the point, huh? 
so, oh, you'll have to excuse me. Sorry, my voice might be a little, a little bit scratchy. Uh, I've been talking quite a bit today. Um, you know, it's Watch Hog. <laughs> I hate to be like every episode, every every segment of Random Pokemon of the Week, or at least I feel like I do it every time. Is like, oh, you know, this Pokemon exists. That's about it. But like, bro, it's Watch Hog. I mean, okay, I will say I really enjoy Pat Rat and uh, Watch Hog as sort of the rodent of Generation Five. I think it's a, I think it's a cool Pokemon. I don't think it gets nearly as much credit in the creativity standard as it should. I mean, it's wearing like you know, like the vests that construction workers wear to show people that they're there. You know, it's it's wearing an illuminated an illuminated vest. It's a meerkat, which meerkats are very good. It's it's a well designed Pokemon. I really enjoy its design. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't think it's a bad Pokemon. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a badly designed Pokemon. I think Patrat is actually a pretty uh, creative Pokemon when it comes to the the Route One rodents. You know, um, let's see. In black and white. Watchhog is the only Pokemon to have the same EV yield as its, as its pre-evolution, and the only evolved Pokemon to only give one single EV, giving one EV in attack. Because the, its EV yield was two in attack, two attack in black two and white two, Watchhog is the only Pokemon to have its EV yield change within a generation. Wow. Interesting. Watchhog is the only evolved Pokemon to have a catch rate of 255. Wow, so it's just it's just extremely easy to catch. It's like the easiest evolved Pokemon to catch in the game. Why? Why is it so easy to catch? I mean, I guess it evolves at level 20, but like... Huh? <laughs> Watchhog is based on a Groundhog, or possibly a Meerkat, or a Prairie Dog. Its design is also based on a road worker with the body resembling a protective suit and the yellow stripes forming a safety vest. I mean, yeah, I said that. It's cute. It's cute. I will say it's cute. I like its design. <laughs> I think it's... I don't... Looking at it closely, I don't think it's a bad design. But, like, what is there to say? What else is there to say? Um, Watchhog is a combination of Watch and Groundhog. <laughs> of course. What else? Uh, let's look at some Pokedex entries. When they see an enemy, their tails stand high, and they spit the seeds of berries stored in their cheek pouches. They make the patterns on their body shine in order to threaten predators. Keen eyesight let them keen eyesight lets them see in the dark. Using luminescent matter. What? You can't just throw that out there. Luminescent matter how? <laughs> it's a normal type pokemon. It makes its eyes and body glow. How? How? It doesn't... It, oh, it does have the illumin... Oh, hold on. It has the illuminate ability. Ability. Encounter rate increases. What? <laughs> Why would you ever want that? Illuminate has no effect during battle. If a Pokemon with Illuminate is in first place in the party, the wild Pokemon rate increases by 100%? Really? I didn't even know that was an ability. Uh... Wow, okay, in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, a Pokemon with Illuminate blinks after a turn in which it is damaged. The blink summons a hostile Pokemon. That sounds horrible. Okay, this is not this is not random ability of the week. This is random Pokemon of the week. I didn't know. 
you know, I read it out, but I, I didn't put two and two together. It literally has Illuminate. What a weird Pokemon. I didn't know it could, like, literally make itself glow. I always thought it was just, like, a joke. You know, like, it, you know, it, yeah, it can see good, you know? Watchhog see good. But, like, I didn't know it literally could illuminate itself. Why, see, why would it want to be seen? Isn't it supposed to be, like... It's a lookout. It's not supposed. It's supposed to see other things. It has keen eye too, and analytic, which makes sense. But like, why does it want to make itself seen? And then in its in the in the picture that it has on Bulbapedia in Pokemon Adventures, it's something else is glowing, and it's shielding its eyes from the glow. Isn't that what it's supposed to be doing? This Pokemon is full of contradictions, man. I swear to God, I'm not gonna worry about it too much. Anyway. Let's look at its shiny form. Its shiny form is actually pretty nice. <laughs> uh, this is this is interesting because I recently found a shiny pat rat. Um, so you know, topical, I suppose. And I mean, when I say recently, I say like three days ago, I found a shiny pat rat. Um, you know, uh, it actually changes quite a lot. It's the yellow on it turns into like a like a light green. Uh, it's like dark burgundy brown slash red turns into like a like a perp like a dark or like a really pale brown purple like a grayish purple i don't know how to how you would explain this color and then it's like cream face turns into like a like a like a a brighter yellow or like a much more vibrant yellow and like that all just just describing it like that sounds insane but it actually looks good <laughs> i actually quite like this shiny I don't think it looks bad at all whatsoever, and I'm actually excited to evolve my shiny, my shiny pat rat, because I didn't know what this thing looked like, and honestly, it looks good. It looks okay, man. You know, normally these Pokemon like this, I'm like, okay, it's shiny, it's nothing to sneeze at, but like, this is actually kind of top tier. You know what? I, I like it so much, I'm going to give it an 8, eight out of 10, and I know that doesn't sound like much, but hey, I like it. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. I, you know, I watch hog in general. I think it's kind of cool. I think that's how you could, how, how you could describe my feelings about watch hog. It is what it is. And it's kind of cool. Anyway, let's move on to the, I assume very fast, um, competitive overview of, uh, of watch hog in, is it, in, it is, it is in, it, it is in sun and moon. Oh, it isn't. Okay. His previous generation Pokemon is not available. Okay, so in Sun and Moon, <laughs> uh, Watchhog has an HP of 60, an attack of 85, a defense of 69, a special attack of 60, a special defense of 69, and a speed of 77. Uh, and this is a PU format. It is untiered. It is literally just so, so garbage nobody even bothers to put it into a tier. Uh, this is written by Toy Time King. Watchhog is a poor choice for a normal type wall breaker in the PU metagame and is heavily outclassed by Stoutland and Kangaskhan, which possess greater speed tiers and much more wall breaking potential. Stoutland and Kangaskhan also have Scrappy to hit opposing ghost type Pokemon with their normal type moves. On the other hand, Watchhog is stuck with Analytic as its best ability, making it rely on attacking second. However, with its subpar bulk, it doesn't survive for long. Uh, and this set is an all-out attacker if you can even call it that return low kick knock off and seed bomb interesting move there uh life orb analytic 
adamant nature, plus attack, minus special attack, 252 attack EVs, 4 defense EVs, and 252 speed EVs. Uh, and it says, Watchhog just attempts to come in and hit as hard as it can, having coverage to hit every Pokemon in the tier for at least neutral damage. Once again, there isn't much reason to use Watchhog as an offensive normal-type Pokemon because it doesn't hit as hard as Kangaskhan and Stoutland. It's main competition in the PU metagame as they are faster and possess more bulk than Watchhog. How sad. <laughs> Once again, another Pokemon is just sort of like, yeah, it sucks, don't use it, but here's a moveset anyway if you decide to. <laughs> you know, like... I feel kind of bad for these Pokemon. You never really, you know, you spend so much time looking at the Pokemon that are really good that you never really take some time to look at the Pokemon that are so garbage that nobody ever uses them. And it's kind of sad. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the, in my opinion, very exciting main topic for today. Uh, the Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum or I assume just Diamond and Pearl, because Platinum came out later. Uh, the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl Beta. So, like I said before, this is pretty much all coming from uh, at Pokeli YT, P-O-K-E-L-I, YT, YouTube, I assume. Um, they ha They do... Uh, Pokemon, like, showcases, you know, like, all shinies, you know, all Z-moves, stuff like that. Uh, very good channel. I would recommend checking them out if you haven't already. Um, so, thanks to them, obviously, I'm not trying to claim this is my own. I'm not trying to do anything malicious of that sense. This is all their property. Well, not their property. You know what I mean. This is all coming from them. Um, this is the, pretty much, like I said... Every single bit of information coming to you that is related to this diamond Pokemon Diamond or Pearl beta is coming from at Pokeli YT. You know, if uh, if I ever get any complaints by the by the person by them that they don't want me to talk about it uh, as if it's my own stuff like that, I will happily take this down. Uh, but from now, you know, for now, I'm just making a bold disclaimer that this is all coming from them. Uh, their YouTube videos, their uh, Twitter page, their documentation of this Diamond and Pearl beta or debug, you know, sort of uh, thing on their page. So let's get into it. Um, also, another, you know, uh, sort of a main disclaimer for the information going here. There's a lot to talk about. Um, there is a lot of things. There's a ton of music tracks, a ton of miscellaneous stuff, a ton of designs, a ton of like, okay, for example, um, there's so many tiny little changes, uh, from like, you know, one Pokemon to the new version, you know, like, like some of the Johto Pokemon, some of the Kanto, the Hoenn Pokemon, some of them look like just a little bit different. Some of them look a lot different. We'll get into that a little later, but I'm not going to talk about every single small tidbit of change that happened because that would take forever. I would be here for four hours if I talked about literally everything. Um, so I'm just going to talk about the stuff that matters, you know, some of the stuff that's in interesting, some of the stuff that, that really caught me off guard, something I think that people will find interesting, uh, to discuss. Um, overall, generally not much has changed. Well, a lot has changed, but like, you know, obviously a lot of the, a lot of the things 
the game still looks like Diamond and Pearl. You know, there was no main uh, old, you know, design choices that that things, um, you know, there's there's no huge design choices that went that that are different. You know, it's not like as it's not like a crazy aesthetic change. It's not like uh, you know the design of the game was completely different. It's just most of this stuff just looks like older things old you know older placeholder things or you know older um you know beta things i suppose is the best way i can put it um or older sprites you know earlier sprites they changed the design a little bit they changed the look of certain things they changed a pose to you know here or there uh they change you know some of the, most of the music is just like unfinished um, or it sounds unfinished at least it's like a, a you know a prototype version um, nothing is big enough to the point where it's like this could have been a totally different game a lot of it is just like what you expect from a beta version of a game you know slight changes slight differences things like that uh, so I'm gonna start at the very beginning of sort of their documentation um, there's a lot of beta sprites that we're going to get into later. Big thing. So if you're interested in, in hearing about that, please stay tuned until the end. Cause we're going to talk about all of the beta, 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 uh, super, super, um, different changes, uh, when it comes to these Pokemon. Cause some Pokemon uh, were insanely different. Most of the legendaries were completely different. Uh, most of, you know, some Pokemon look nothing like they do today. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but, you know, like I said, a lot of the changes are very minimal. Uh, so they start out with, um, just some like geometry, like some buildings, uh, that were changes that, that were changed the, you know, um, what's it called one of the passages in the very beginning of the game before you know on your way to um floroma town was like you know it was just like beta graphics uh there was nothing you know it just it just looked unfinished um a lot of the music sounds like it's unfinished you know they have like um you know team galactic admin encounter cyrus battle champion battle elite four battle uh, you know, berry battle, a lot of it just sounds unfinished or like slightly different alterations to the songs. And obviously this is an audio medium. Uh, and I don't know if I can play them, <laughs> uh, here. So I'm not going to play them. I'm not going to talk too in depth about them. Uh, really, honestly, the biggest thing I wanted to focus on was the sprite changes. Um, so if you're, you know, this isn't like a complete documentation of every single small thing that changed, uh, because a lot of it is actually pretty minimal. Um, but it's really interesting to look into the development of the game and look at what the game could have been. Because, you know, we back then we didn't get any dev logs, you know, we didn't get any chain, you know, any updates on what things could have could have been. You know, they didn't they didn't give us updates. They gave us very minimal very minimal things when it comes to the updates of the game. You know, they they mostly teased the game when it was almost finished or close to it um so we never got really we never got a look into this into this era of the game it's really really interesting to see you know a lot of the time i'm always really interested in watching those videos on youtube where it's like uncut content uh or cut content from not uncut everything is uncut cut slash unused content from pokemon ruby and sapphire you know that kind of stuff and like this is it this is 
this is everything. This is everything that 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 has been that we see. I mean, there's probably so much more uh, under the hood that we just don't know about. And like, it's really interesting to see just a little bit of a small tidbit of information of changed things. Um, so there seems like there's a little bit of history uh, when it comes to that. For example, um, Poe Kelly sort of theorized that the gym leader theme is the first battle theme ever made because uh, it is the it is the battle that plays when you run into a wild Pokemon when you fight a trainer in this beta version um, and by you know by by other means that we don't really know uh, it seems like it was the first battle theme ever made um, in this demo slash beta version of Diamond and Pearl you can't do much according to them uh, they said that you can really only you can't battle many trainers you can only go past. Uh, Sanjum Town, which is like the second town you go to besides the starting town. Uh, so there's not much, you know. There, all of the game, all of the the stuff exists in the files, uh, the sprites, the you know the sound test where you can find all the music, all that kind of jazz. But you can't play the game, so there's not a lot of story stuff we know. Um, other than some things we'll talk about in a little bit, but it seems like most of it is unchanged or uh, just unavailable to us, um, at least. You know, that's as far as they had gone. You know, that's as far as they'd done. You know, like I said, there's so much more. The entire game could have been changed. You know, the the route layout, the trainer sprites, the the story progression, and we would never know. This is only a glimpse into what this game could have been or the direction that it was taking. You know, the progression that this, that the game went through. And it's really, really interesting to see that kind of stuff. Um, there's a few interesting tidbits uh that was sort of found throughout this you know like i said most of the trainers you know some of their overworld sprites was changed very slightly um like crasher wake his earlier overworld sprite seems to have a swampert mask on which is really interesting uh you know there's a there's a, a beta sprite for byron there's trainer sprites for um, you know, for, for the trip, for like the ace trainers and the youngsters and stuff that just looks slightly different than before. Um, that stuff is, is pretty understandable, you know, design changes go through stuff like that. Um, some interesting things on the game design standpoint though, is that according to this beta version of the game, uh, Frostlass is only ice type. Uh, you know, they sort of there was sort of a video where he went through, or they, I suppose, went through a box full of a bunch of Pokemon and looking at some of their beta sprites. Uh, and they pointed out that Frostlass is only Ice type; it's not Ice Ghost. Whether or not this is a a placeholder, or it wasn't decided that Frostlass was going to be Ice Ghost at this time, uh, is is interesting. Also, apparently, the name was different. Um, I'm struggling to find the original tweet. Uh, but the name in Japanese translated to something slightly different than Frostlass's, uh, you know, what it what it does. Um, Turtwig also is Grass Poison in the earlier versions of the game, it seems. Um, whether or not this was just placeholder or Turtwig was originally supposed to be Grass and Poison uh, is unknown. But it's an interesting thing nonetheless. Um... In the earlier, in the, you know, in the time... In the, in the very early areas of the game that you, that they can explore, there's a little bit of story progression changes that seems to be different. Uh, in, in the very beginning, you know, Professor Rowan goes 
to your house. <laughs> uh, and like, you know, the Lake uh, Verity story progression is a little bit different in the beginning of the game. So like, you know, the game went through these very small tweaks, which is understandable, of course. Um, but it's interesting to see those, you know, like, like just these small things that like change nothing about the story. Like, you know, who cares if Professor Rowan goes to your house first to get you or, you know, the Lake Verity scene went just a little bit different, but it's these sort of things that just really pique my interest and, um, you know, make me, make me want to know everything about the, this, the progression that went into this, into this game. And it's kind of a shame that this is all we get. I mean, it's a, you know, it's blessed. It's a, it's a really interesting proposition that we even get this opportunity in the first place. Um, but like, man, there's so much we can learn about Pokemon and the way that the, the thought process that goes into these games, if we could just know, how it was made literally you know step by step uh you know the art the story progression changes the the areas things like that i really wish that we could know more but this is as far as we can get unfortunately the music in the in the beta version of the game is interesting because like i said before most of it just seems unfinished <laughs> um none of them are necessarily super different uh it doesn't seem like they are you know composed any differently the songs aren't different it's just an earlier version of the song like uh cynthia battle the gym battle like i said before most of it just sounds like it's unfinished and that goes for almost everything um in this in this uh in this beta showcase uh that this person did uh though and then that also carries on to the sprites which we will go over to in a little bit the, the designs and the sprites of most of the pokemon um like the Great Marsh song specifically, I don't know if it was unfinished, but it sounded much more lighthearted. <laughs> like it was, it was at a at a higher pitch. Uh, the key seems to be a little bit higher. It's it's interesting. Uh, like the the music, you know, they sort of fine tune these these tracks into the exact emotion that they want them to portray. And who knows how many versions these songs have gone through? You know, I don't know the process of making music for these sorts of games, but like. Who knows how many times, um, how many times these, these songs, these tracks went through changes. Um, this could be like the second to last version that we, that, you know, that is made. This could be like the first version that, that was made. We'd have no idea of knowing these things. Um, the Dialga Palkia fight, for example, just sounds like this, the, the track that we have today, it just is missing like the main instrument, you know, uh, or like, you know, uh, the, the Cynthia battle song, it sounds almost exactly the same. It just sounds like it's missing a few of its main instruments, which is interesting. I'm again, I'm not really sure how the progression goes into making songs like this. Um, most of it sounds like it's just missing some instruments. Some of it sounds slower than normal. It's, it's, it's very interesting. You'll have to go to the, uh, twitter.com slash pokeyyt to, to listen to them all. Or I, I assume they've uploaded them to their YouTube channel too. Uh, if you'd like to listen to these tracks, I would recommend giving it a listen. Cause like, like I said, most of them are just, they just sound weird. They just sound slower or, or missing instruments or in a slightly different key. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's very interesting. And that also goes for most of the sprites when it comes to the, um, the Kanto, Johto, and Hoenn Pokemon, um, a few of them are different. 
a few of them do are do look like they've been you know they've been altered they've been changed because of course this was the first game on the DS uh, so they had to bring over these designs they had to bring over these sprites into the new into the new hardware um, and of course we had sprites for every Pokemon in Gen three up until that point but they had to make new ones higher resolution higher color contrast you know different different things that would allow them to go a little bit further with these sprites um, most of them are nothing to be super concerned about. You know, like, some of them just look a little bit different. Their faces might be changed. The colors might be a little bit different. Um, some of the poses are a little bit different. Some of them are very different. Um, Polytoad, for example, most notable. Uh, it's, like, falling over. You know, like, a completely different pose than its than its final sprite. Um... Quagsire's pose is much different. Espeon's colors look like they're from Gen 3. It looks like it was almost carried over from Gen 3. They're much more uh, darker. They're much, you know, they're much harsher colors. Um, and, like, they look a lot less refined. They look a lot less consistent. Um, like, it looks like a bunch of different artists sort of just scribbled down ideas for poses and color compositions to these Pokemon. And it really makes you appreciate the um you know the how different styles and different poses and different color composition compositions can make pokemon look so different um you should look at uh, you should watch these videos because they're very interesting um like i watched through them all and i couldn't really find many of note to talk super in depth about you know i wish i could talk about all of them um, but like, you know, some of them are just very minor changes. Some of them are just very minor color changes, pose changes, stuff like that. And this is the sort of stuff that really, I really enjoy looking at and thinking about and talking about, you know, how things could be different today. Obviously, it wouldn't be that much of a difference if, say, Quagsire was in a different pose in his Diamond and Pearl sprite. But, you know, it makes a difference. It makes a difference on how they convey the personality of the Pokemon. It can change whether or not a person likes this Pokemon or not. It could change whether or not a person uses of this Pokemon or not, depending on its likability. It's, uh, you know, what's the word? Appeal. Uh, and it's, it's, it's character, it's pose, it's silhouette. You know, character design is a big thing that goes into the Pokemon designs. And they had to fine-tune these designs to look you know, to look appealing. Um, and, you know, it could be argued that some of them look better than they than they do now, and I would agree with you. Um, and it's interesting to see the sort of changes and the, you know, the decisions that they made to, to you know, this is the sprite we want to use. This is uh, the final design. This is the final colors that we want to use for this Pokemon. And most of the time, honestly, after Gen 4... Most, if not all, Pokemon designs and colors stayed consistent. So this was the final decision. You know, in Gen 3, most some Pokemon looked a little wonky. Some of them some of the colors looked a little bit like way too contrasted, way too dark, way too vibrant. And they sort of doled that back in Gen 4. They sort of finalized the decisions, the 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 the, the designs of these Pokemon in Gen 4, I would say. Um and, you know, like I said, this was a big moment. This was, and it's interesting to see the decisions that went into such a big moment in deciding how these Pokemon were going to be portrayed. This also goes for shiny Pokemon. Um, I'll, there's also a video here um, that I could 
scroll through a little bit. I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm going to scroll through a few of them. Sort of just, I'm going to go through the comments of the YouTube video. Um, where, um, you know, uh, it's the, the shiny forms, the shiny differences in these, uh, in, in Diamond and Pearl. Some of them are surprisingly different. Most of them are almost exactly the same. I'm looking at them now, like Scyther's shiny form became a little darker green. Uh, Flareon's changed to be a little bit of a darker red. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking at some of the YouTube comments to see. Like Gengar, for example. Um, Gengar's shiny in this game is like gray. It's not just like a slightly different purple that it always has been. It's they changed Gengar's shiny and then they reverted it back. Of course, of course they would. You know, and, and that's that's sort of the same thing. These shiny forms, a lot of people are saying that they should have kept them. You know, they 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 should have went with the designs that they did, but they they decided to change them. And some of them are just. It seems like some of them are kind of bugged. Like I'm looking at them right now. Like Shellos, Wormadam. Gar uh, Gastrodon, I don't think the color schemes really worked how they wanted to. Um, and like I'm looking, I'm looking at, at more examples now as you're scrolling through them. Hitmontop, it's a much paler, paler beige in the final version. Trico is much more blue in the beta version. Uh, Almanite is much more blue in the in the beta version. Shiny Swinub was gray instead of green. <laughs> it, like they're changing these. They were changing these Pokemon, and then they made them a little bit more. Um, they made them a little more consistent for the for the final versions. Which again, like I said, this could have changed a lot about the likability or the you know the designs, the appeal of certain Pokemon. Some of these shiny forms. Like Laron, for example. I'm looking at Laron right now. It has red eyes in the final shiny, like Aeron, but in the older one, it had yellow eyes. A you know, Aeron didn't have that. They 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 kept Aeron's eyes the same, and it's interesting to see, like, you know, why did they do that? <laughs> why were why was this the design choice that they went through? And even Agron too. Agron's eyes are like a bright yellow instead of a bright red in the beta version, but they changed it. They changed it to be more consistent with Hoenn. So it seems like they went through a stage where with some of these Pokemon, they're like, okay, we should change some of these shiny forms. Um, and who knows? Maybe maybe some of the decisions that they that they had before uh weren't weren't there. You know, they didn't they they're not in this version that they can show us. Maybe some Pokemon went through drastic shiny changes. And like I said before, this all comes back to the the talk about appeal, the character design. Uh, and it's really, really interesting to see the decisions that went into these shiny forms. Uh, you know, I talk about shiny forms quite a lot. I talk about them every episode with random Pokemon of the week. So seeing what they could have been, the changes that could have gone into them are really, really interesting to me. And I hope they're interesting to you too. And finally, the biggest part of today's episode, <laughs> the beta sprites for the new Generation 4 Pokemon. I'm going to watch through this entire 7-minute video and talk about them. Uh, so, let's get started here. Turtwig, nothing changed. Uh, one of the biggest ones, right off the bat here, Grottle and Torterra. Um, Grottle and Torterra are so much different. They're much more basic. Grottle looks a lot more like Turtwig uh, in the beta design. I always thought that that Grottle kind of looked a little bit 
not like Turtwig. I talked about this actually a few a few episodes ago uh, when I talked about Tur- uh, Grottle on Random Pokemon of the Week, and like I gotta say, this beta version of Grottle looks a lot like Turtwig. <laughs> um, it looks a lot more akin to what I would expect Tur- Tur- Turtwig to evolve into. Very interesting, and Torterra. Torterra just looks weird to me, man. It's like flat. It's it's not like a shell. It looks like it's got a pancake on its back. It's got like a weird flat fat head. The tree art is very bad. I mean, it looks like these are unfinished. The same with Grottle too. You know, the the designs for the tree. It looks like uh it looks like Torterra was a lot more designed on like a uh like a bonsai tree, uh which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go into too much detail about these, but, like, it's it's interesting to see what, what Torterra could have been. I dislike <laughs> Torterra's design here. I, I really, I'm really glad they went with what they did with, with modern Torterra. Chimchar is nothing different. Monferno looks the same, but the sprite is a little bit outdated. Uh, same with Infernape. It actually looks to be, like, almost the same exact sprite. It's just a little bit less, uh, a little bit less polished. I know it's a little bit hard to to talk about these things because you can't see them. Maybe you can follow along um, with the designs. This is Pokemon Diamond and Pearl Beta all unreleased sprite comparison by Mixelli, of course. Same person who I've been talking about the whole time. Um, I'll try my best to sort of explain what, what what's different about these Pokemon uh, and what I like and dislike about them. For example... Pimplup is the same. Pimplup has nothing changed. Uh, Primplup, though. Good lord. It looks so much different. It's only got one sort of, like, uh, yellow, uh, what's the word? Like, you know, like a bar across the ba- across its head. Uh, the designs on its chest are a little bit different. Its wings are a little different. It's not super different, but, like, it's the little things in, in the design that really change things. Uh, Empoleon looks almost exactly the same as before. Star Starly looks the same. Staravia, Staraptor. It looks like these Pokemon didn't have any changes. I'm gonna sort of just not talk about the ones that didn't have any changes. Cricketot doesn't change. Cricketune looks like it has a little bit of a different sprite that got kind of squished. Its head looks fatter <laughs> in the beta version. Some of the colors are a little more diluted. Oh, Beta Shinks. Beta Shinks has a lot to talk about. Beta Shinks is so cute. It's got a little mohawk, a little black mohawk. Its eyes are so much different. Other than that, it doesn't look too much different, but oh. Boy, do I love Beta Shinks. Uh, Beta Luxio looks like it's just an outdated sprite. Same with Lux, uh, Same with Luxray. The designs are a little different, but it doesn't seem to be too big of a change. Budu looks the same. Roserade. I was like, where's Roselia? I forgot Ros- Roselia was a Gen 3 Pokemon. Cranidos. Cranidos and Rampardos got, or one of the bigger ones, specifically Rampardos. Uh, Cranidos looks so much cooler, in my opinion. I'm not going to lie. I really like Beta Cranidos. Um, its design looks just much more, much more solid, much more on par with the rest of the designs and Rampardos I've always actually really enjoyed Rampardos uh Rampardos's full design but this design for beta Rampardos is so cool 
it's orange instead of blue. It's got a big white head with, with thorns or, you know, spikes around it. I can't really explain it all too well. Like I said, follow along or just look at them later if you, uh, if you're interested in doing so. But Rampardos is one of the cooler ones, I do have to say. Shieldon, nothing changed. Bastiodon, nothing changed. Uh, Wormadom, Mothim, nothing changed. Combi, <laughs> Combi's kind of creepy. I'm not gonna lie. Combi, uh, Combi looks interesting. Combi's got like, it. I mean, overall, it just looks a lot less polished, and it's like, it looks like Toad from the Mario franchise. It, it those beady black eyes, the weird like, the weird puckered lips. I don't know how to feel about this Pokemon. Uh, Vespaquin too. Vespaquin, I said in like my own personal server that Vespaquin looks like an enemy from like the Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga games, or I guess just the Mario and Luigi games. It looks, it doesn't really look too much different. I mean, you know, it's like exactly what a Queen Bee Pokemon looked like. Uh, it, it actually doesn't look too much different from the original design or the final design, I suppose, but it, it looks different enough that it's worth talking about. Pachirisu, Buizel, nothing changed. There's, there's a, there's, you know, not a lot of Pokemon are changed, but the ones that are changed are very interesting. And I'm going through big dry spell of unchanged Pokemon. You know, like the Beniri line, Miss Magius, Honchkrow. These Pokemon are barely changed at all. I'm probably gonna skip ahead. I'm not obviously, like I said, I'm not gonna talk about the Pokemon that aren't changed. As far as I can tell, these Pokemon have no changes whatsoever. Bronzor. Uh, is a changed one. I actually kind of like its beta sprite better. <laughs> uh, obviously, if it was a little more polished, a little bit more clean, it would look better. But I think it's—I think the sprite at least uh, looks a lot better than its final design. It seems like the the amount of like spots on it is a little different too. Uh, it seems to have six little like white dots on its face, other than four. Which wow, I know such a crazy change. Uh, but like the perspective on the on the the beta design looks so much better. Bronzong, too. Bronzong has these insane, glowing, beady eyes. <laughs> and no uh, no mouth, it seems. Uh, the design looks almost exactly the same uh, as far as general designs go. It's it's uh, more of like a, like a green than it is blue. It's more of like a steel, you know, kind of uh grayish green that it is a light blue like it is in the final design you know there's a few changes here and there but it looks almost exactly the same interesting actually um i remember watching a or the video that uh that 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 this person posted showcasing all the all the beta designs this is this is a, a comparison between the two which is which is better because i can't be you know i can't be asked to remember exactly what the sprites look like so i'm glad that i have this comparison here uh, i remember that in like the sprite test in the actual game itself they had all all of the sprites and most of the pokemon had a cry the same cry uh i assume it was a placeholder i you know, i assumed it was a placeholder cry uh for pokemon that just didn't get a cry yet but just watching this video right now i realize now it's actually bonsai's cry which is really interesting. I, of all Pokemon, why would it be Bonsly? Maybe Bonsly was like one of the first Pokemon made for Generation 4. Who knows? Um, but 
it was Bond's last cry throughout the entire thing, which I didn't know until now. I didn't recognize the cry. I thought it was just like some random cry or like some cry that we didn't have yet. Now, uh, skip ahead a little bit. This is one that is worth talking about for a while, I think. Gibble, Gabite, and Garchomp. Totally different. <laughs> Gib- the Gibble line went through an insane change. Uh, these sprites, I mean, they look unfinished. Um, but their design is like... Instead of a, you know, a blue little shark, land shark, it's like a... Uh, orange, like a reddish orange, just like angry orb <laughs> with with a fin. Um, Gabite is more quadrupedal than it is bipedal. Like in the final game, it doesn't have a lot of fins on it. It's less sharp looking. Uh, it's more the 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 designs in general are more round. Um, I don't really know if I would say that I like them more. Uh, I think that Garchomp's beta sprite is really cool. I actually really... It, it's more finished uh, than the other two. I think that Garchomp's um, final or beta sprite is pretty darn cool and would actually work as probably a separate Pokemon. Um, but I gotta say, I'm, I'm, I'm fond of, the, uh, of the, the final Garchomp sprite, but there is something to say. It has It's like an orange and very light, vibrant blue. Uh, color scheme which is which is interesting like I said much more rounded uh, a little less so in the final form it has a lot of fins on its legs attached to its arms on its back like Garchomp it's much more like top heavy it's got like a big long neck uh, compared to Garchomp's more like skinny stature which again I think is very interesting I don't know how it'd feel. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't really bat an eye if they decided to go with with this final design because I wouldn't know any better. But, like, I don't know, man. I I feel like I'd like it. I think it's pretty darn sick. And I think the general consensus um, for a lot of the... Uh, for the designs, they look pretty good, at least for the Garchomp line. I just saw a comment saying the beta of Gibble's Evolution Chain looks like a fan game sprites, which... I do have to agree with, but I think that polished and maybe give it a little bit more character, they look pretty darn cool. At least, I, I, okay, Gibble and Gabite, not so much, but Garchomp, Garchomp looks pretty darn cool. <laughs> okay, Hip, <laughs> what? I didn't see this before. Hippopotas. Hippopotas is just a hippo, man. This is just a, this is just a picture of a hippo. This is not a ground hippo. This is just a hippo. Like, it has no design. You know, it has no change. It's just a hippo. It's it's one color, smooth skin, no spots, no, like, extra things added to it, like, normal proportions. This is just a baby hippo. Man, this is, this is nothing different. That's really funny. Uh, but Hippo, uh, Hippo Don, sorry, not Hippopotas, Hippo Don, um, very different. Oh my lord, there's a lot to unpack here. Uh, Hippo Don, or Hippowdon, is, wow, I don't even know how to feel about this. It's like, it looks like, how do, what do I even say? It's like, it's just like a bright orange, no color variation, 
no, you know, black uh, sort of sort of markings on like its back, on its uh, on its on its feet, on its mouth. It's just fully orange. The inside of its mouth is bright blue, or it's like a vibrant blue. And like the spots on its back where the sand pours out is like slightly, you know, there's like a blue ring around them. And it looks like it has a big beard of spikes. I don't know if that's like, you know, I don't know if that's like its hair or if it's like weird protrusions out of its face. I don't know, man. It looks like, like, it looks, (laughs) it's a bad design. I'm not going to lie. It's not, a. I mean, it's not a very good design. Um, but it's interesting. It's so bright. It's so colorful. It doesn't look like a Pokemon. It looks like something out of like a kid's TV show. This is not a Pokemon here. This is, I don't know what, I don't even know what this, what you would even call this thing, but this is not a Pokemon. Oh boy. Okay. We're starting to get, I'm doing some cuts here. I don't know if you can tell, uh, starting to get into the very changed, (laughs) uh, Carnivine is another Pokemon with a change of sprite. Uh, the design looks pretty similar, I'm not gonna lie. It still has, like, the big Venus flytrap head, leafy arms, tentacle-like vine legs. Um, but it's like... Oh, it's got this crazy, crazy eyes. I mean, not that Carnivine doesn't already have crazy eyes. I mean, the, the sprite is almost definitely unfinished. It's just base color. It doesn't have any shading, uh, nothing special to it. But, like, this is... It's funny. It looks silly. I kind of like the pose that it's in, though. It's got some weird protrusions on the top of its head. Almost looks like it's wearing a crown. Who knows, man? Who knows what they were what they were what they were doing? Uh, and right away, almost immediately, we got some more. Uh, Finneon. Uh, Finneon actually looks a lot like the original. Uh, it's a little different. It just looks like a crappier version of the. It looks like a child. It's like okay, or you know what it looks like? It looks like someone said, "Hey, draw the Pokemon Finneon." without looking at it, without looking at a, at a reference, and this is what they come up with. Uh, meanwhile, Luminion looks completely changed. Luminion looks like, I don't even know, it's completely black. It has, instead of having like, you know, like a lighter blue sort of frills, uh, and like a face, it has like these iridescent markings going across its fins and at the tip of its tail. Much different eyes, much different face shape. It almost looks like looks like a Digimon. I know that's weird to say, but like Digimon, like it look it looks like a Digimon. It looks it's got that face shape. It's got the eyes. It's got that like general design to it that doesn't doesn't look like a Pokemon. You know, like Hifhaudon's beta, it doesn't look like a Pokemon, but it looks cool. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with this design. It just doesn't look like a Pokemon. Um, Snover is another, Snover and Snow are another one, uh, another, uh, line that changed quite a bit. It looks, I don't really know how to explain this. It, like, it looks more regal. It looks a lot less, like, goofy, but in a, in, you know, not saying that Snover's goofiness isn't charming, but it looks a lot more, like... I don't really know how you explain it. It's more, it's less, it less has like a body, you know, like a big chunky body, but it, it's sort of very flowing. It's shaped like a triangle. Um, and it's got like these very, 
very beautiful eyes. I know that's weird to say, but, you know, compared to Snover's eyes that are just, like, <laughs> really goofy looking, this thing has some has some very beautiful eyes. Uh, I like it. And then Obama Snow is also very different. Um, actually, looking on it now, Obama Snow really didn't change all that much. Um, Obama Snow... The color scheme is a little more minty. The green looks a little bit more, uh, like I said, minty. Uh, it keeps those gorgeous eyes, <laughs> very, very soft, gentle, very feminine eyes on this on this line, uh, compared to Snover's goofy eyes and Obama Snow's horrifying eyes. Um, you know, there's a little bit of a perspective change in Obama Snow's design here, but it looks, it actually doesn't look too different. Uh, Matt, so there's a few of them on the, uh, you know, Gen 4 updated evolutions, uh, like Electivire, Weavile, stuff like that. There's a few of them that are changed. For example, Magmortar, uh, Magmortar's sprite in the beta version just looks like an unfinished version of Magmortar, uh, in a different pose. It looks kind of sad. <laughs> it looks like it's, uh, not having a great day. Um, uh, but it, it doesn't look like its design has changed at all. Maybe a little bit if you want to get a little nitpicky. Uh, but it looks like it's just an unfinished, you know, earlier version of Magmortar, I suppose. Um, Togekiss is insane, man. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say with Togekiss. It looks like an airplane. Not that Togekiss doesn't already look like an airplane. Like, something that really strikes me as weird about Beta Togekiss is that it doesn't look like it evolves from Togekiss. Togetic, you know, Togepi and Toge Togetic are such soft, beautiful creatures. And then this thing is like, this thing looks like a robot. It looks like it has no feelings. It looks like it's out to destroy anything that enters its path. It's got this like, you know, angry looking almost, uh, or at least no emotion, black eye with a red pupil very sharp design compared to Togekiss. Uh, Togekiss looks obviously very rounded, very fluffy, very regal, very feathery. This thing just looks like a weird airplane drone that looks like it's going to kill me. Uh, Yanmega, too. I forgot about Yanmega. I, I took a look at these before, uh, so I know quite a bit of them, but I want to recap. I forgot about Yanmega. Yanmega's design is insanely different. It... It looks a lot more evil. <laughs> like I said, you know, a common theme with Togekiss, this thing looks like it's going to kill me. Um, less red, more yellowy and orange uh, on this thing. Um, it's sort of like a, you know, actually now that I look at it, Yon Mega is also like a navy green, but this thing in particular, you know, Yon Mega is cool. I think that Yon Mega is a really cool design, but like, um, this thing looks like it's, it looks like a it looks like an enemy from like a Fallout game. You know, it looks like a like a generic like evil giant dragonfly enemy from like a like a sci-fi game. Um I don't like it. It looks very unfriendly. You know, it's it's design you know, Mega's design isn't necessarily the most friendly design out there, but this thing just looks like it's it's gonna kill me. I don't know what it is with these beta designs and looking extremely ferocious and out to kill whatever it has, gets its sights on, but Yanmega is one of them. Leafeon and Glaceon, unfortunately, not changed at all. I would have liked to see uh, what changed in those designs. 
if there was any. <laughs> okay. Oh, that caught me off guard. Wow. Uh, so, Probo Pass. Oh, Probo Pass is so funny. Probo Pass is just a big nose. I mean, it is just a big nose, but there is no words that could be spoken that I could ever, I could never describe this thing ever. I think you you need to take a look at this thing if you have not already. It's so funny. It looks like an Easter Island head, but just bad. Obvi- obviously, this is not a final design. Obviously, this is just a, um, you know, this is just a beta version or like an unfinished prototype of what Probopass, or Probotype, I guess, of what Probopass might have looked like. But God, this thing is so funny. Again, it looks like a child drew it. It's hilarious to me. Uh, Rotom is, <laughs> again, obvious, the same sort of, uh, so in line with Probopass. I mean, it's just an, it's just an electric blue ball with arms. Nothing, you know, with like crappy drawn on eyes it looks like a child's drawing obviously this is just a prototype of what Rotom used what was you know maybe they needed a placeholder sprite for Rotom and someone just like drew this up in their with their Crayola crayons but hey I mean it works doesn't it 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 portrays what Rotom's all about it's just an electric blob uh finally I realized actually that this uh, this video is seven minutes long because it goes over the um it goes over the back sprites too, which I will talk about a few of them. Not all of them. I'm only going to talk about the ones that are um, different from the designs that we saw before. Uh, you know, I'm not going to talk about the same the same beta designs as before. I'm just going to look at uh, things that are not the same as their front sprites, which is is uh, is actually something that does happen. Uh, so Dialga and Palkia have just unfinished sprites. Uh, the designs are the same. They look the same. It's just they're they're unfinished. Uh, not as much detail on them. Uh, Heatran is different. Uh, it's this. It's at least its sprite is very different. Uh, there's a little bit of a design change on like the helmet thing that goes over its head. It's got like these four orange orbs. <laughs> um, but like the the color composition looks nothing like everything else of these games, and it makes me think it was drawn by a different person. Uh, I don't know who did the sprite work for these games, but like it looks almost almost exactly the same as as uh, Final Heatran. But like it just it has so much more contrast and so much more shading than the final version, or than any of the other designs. Really, uh, it just it looks like it was maybe drawn by someone else as a prototype. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> oh, good lord. Regigigas. So funny. So Regigigas is, is another one of those, like Magmortar, where it's, uh, and, and Probopass, I suppose, where it's obviously just like a like a drawn-up, uh, <laughs> you know, prototype for what it might look like. And But Regigigas is so funny. If you've seen the memes on Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. Or if you've seen this thing, it's just so funny. I mean, the design looks nothing different. It's missing a little bit of, like, the moss around its feet. Um, but overall, it seems like they had the design pretty much ready uh, for Regigigas. But, God, this thing is just so funny. It, it It's, like, it's got, like, a crude black outline, no shading, barely any color composition 
It's like, it looks like, again, it looks like someone said, hey, draw Reggie Gigas with no reference. Uh, and also the person that is drawing it is five years old. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, we're starting to get into some of the de- designs that are really intriguing to me. Uh, for example, Giratina. Beta Giratina just looks wrong. <laughs> um, it looks like Landorus, actually. It looks like Landorus Therian form. It's like, it obviously it has no shading, no, no different colors, just like one blocky base color with a little bit of white. Um, a very odd design. I don't even know what I'm looking at here. Where is the mouth? It's got like a beard hanging down from the, from the front of its face. Who knows? Um, and these like colored crystals on its, on its six feet. I just realized it has six feet. I mean, I guess so does Giratina, but like, it looks like Landorus, but with six feet. It's as simple as that. Um, I mean, God would only know what would have what would have changed in terms of Garatina's popularity if this is what the final design looked like. <laughs> um, Cresselia, nothing different. Man, uh, Fiona and Manaphy, nothing different. And then I'm waiting for these. Yep, I know these. Darkrai. <laughs> uh, Darkrai again just looks like like Probopass, like Giratina. It looks unfinished. Uh, it looks like a like someone was like, "Hey, draw this like weird dark dream nightmare Pokemon for me," and they're like, "Okay," uh, and they designed this. It looks unfinished. It looks not very good. Um, an interesting little tidbit actually is that someone theorized on Twitter. I don't. I'm sorry. I apologize greatly for not having the original post. Um, but the, one of the promotional images or like the title images, I don't remember exactly what it was for or what it was exactly, but the, uh, the title of the Darkrai movie had a letter or a symbol that looks like this design of Darkrai. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about, but trust me on this. Like, like it looked like, I think it was like an S or a, or a five or something. I don't remember exactly. I saw it earlier today. Um, but it was like, it looked like the title of, of, of this, of this design. So maybe whether it's coincidence or not, it like, you know, the, the design for the, the movie title, the earlier version of the movie title, I assume don't know hundred percent looked like this beta version of dark Rise. So maybe they had this in the works, you know, ever since this version of Darkrai, or maybe they changed Darkrai's design uh, much, much, much later in development. Who knows? Very interesting. Uh, Shaman got a buzz cut. <laughs> uh, Shaman's beta design is very cute, uh, less, very less fluffy. She's, she got, you know, she got her head shaved. Um, nothing really to comment on. Very cute. I do like its design, actually. I think it's not bad. Uh, the Gracedia flower is much less, you know, high depth, much less, uh, much less detailed. Again, it looks like, uh, you know, no shading, no, no colors or no like good colors or anything like that. It looks like a, like a prototype sprite, but I think that I wouldn't, I don't think I would have really minded if beta shame, if shaman looked like this. I think it's kind of cute. And finally, well, not finally, finally for the front sprites, the big 
the big one that everyone's talking about, Beta Arceus. So there's been a lot of uh, art on Twitter and many other places about this this Beta Arceus. And again, uh, as much as I love, you know, the lore or like the you know the drawings of Beta Arceus and like the, the you know the theory crafting, like oh what if what if Arceus did actually look like this? I guarantee you, this is just a prototype. This is just like a hey. Let's th- or like or even a placeholder at that. Um, you know, it's just like a beige smoke mist, like very crudely drawn quadrupedal creature with these ring-like orange beady eyes. Um, and you know, I love seeing the theory crafting or like the you know the the world building where it's like made of mist and it's like you know it's very regal and very cool looking i love that uh but like i said i guarantee you this is just a placeholder but again it's interesting to think who knows maybe this was a suggested design for arceus maybe the simplicity of it was what they were going for we have no real way of knowing unfortunately i would love to learn how this went down how this design was you know <laughs> was uh was pitched if it was an actual pitched or you know suggested design uh and if it was just a placeholder i want to shake the hand of the person who drew this amazing sprite uh next is the back sprites Uh, so like i said i'm not going to go through and talk about every back sprite that we've seen um this episode is already getting much longer like for example you know chimchar monferno and infernape monferno and infernape's uh you know sprites were unfinished same with these they they pretty much are uh generally pretty consistent with that sense like empoleons is unfinished um a few of them are different i just noticed that like starly and staravias are a little bit different um but again i'm not going to talk too much about the very very slightly changed designs i want to talk about i want to think about the very different designs for example uh, Cricketune here. Cricketune has a much different back sprite uh, than it did in the, uh, or a much different different design in the uh, the beta version that we saw, which was it was a little different. It was just like a little fatter. Uh, but this one is a totally different design. It has like these weird antennas that go forward instead of backward. Um, it's got a much more prominent mustache, different eyes. I mean, the sprite itself looks unfinished, but like the perspective on it is 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 much different um i'm gonna skip ahead a little bit here because there are you know we've seen these before wormadom had a little bit of a change when it comes to its design uh it had these white spots on its back it wasn't as refined as it was um you know combi and vespaquin had the same designs as back sprites so who knows maybe maybe the ones that did have um you know sort of uh, that had that had back sprites that follow the same designs. Maybe these were these were designs that were actually pitched, and they weren't. You know, they were they were considered. They weren't actually just uh, placeholders. Like for example, La Punny has a different sprite. It's a little different. Uh, Miss Magius. I can't tell if this is just like a different design, or they just needed a placeholder for its back sprite because it looks horrible. Uh, the design is a little bit different, but again, it could just be like they didn't want to put fine detail into it, so they didn't bother. Same with Honchcrow. Its back sprite looks unfinished. Uh, Perugly is the same. Chingling is smaller in this back sprite. 
Um, I want to talk about the very interesting ones, though. Let's see. Where can I find... I guess I can look at some of the back sprites for uh, the Gibble and Garchomp line. Which, I mean, they look exactly the same as you would expect them to. Nothing super out of the ordinary here. Um, You know, most of these are just unfinished. Most of these are slightly different designs. Luminion, uh, Luminion and Finion's designs are consistent with the beta ones that we saw. Who else? Snover and uh, and Obama Snow. We get a little bit of a different viewing of, of what they might have looked like. Uh, let's see. Oh, Licky Licky. This is another big one I wanted to talk about. Um, Licky Licky looks totally different. It's like round. It has... Oh, Licky Licky's already round. It looks like a, a frisbee. It's got like yellow spikes and yellow rings on its on its side very interesting obviously we don't know what it could have looked like from the front but obviously there was something uh there was something related to licky licky that we didn't see here um and i'm i really wish that we could have seen what it what they had had thought uh for licky licky because it's a very interesting design uh riperior looks a little different Magmortar again with the unfinished prototype sprite. Togekiss keeps the accuracy. Yon Mega is the same. Leafeon and Glaceon actually do have uh, beta prototype sprites. You know, they're just like unfinished. Um, Gliascor is the same. Same with Mamoswine. Seems like they didn't really want to put a lot of effort into the back sprites. A lot of the back sprites are unfinished. Uh, for Pokemon that had... They had finished front sprites. Probo Pass. Oh my god, I forgot. I I remembered Probo Pass. Rotom, same thing. Oh, oh, here we go. It seems like the Lake Trio had different designs. Uh, Yuxi, Mesprit, and Azelf. They had some different hair, <laughs> rocking some cool hairstyles. Uh, they don't look super different. But they all have these, like, ribbons coming out of the top of their heads, which actually are the same exact sprites. Like, they just changed the Pokemon underneath them. They don't actually change the ribbon, so, like, they, they reused some assets there. Uh, Yuxi looks a lot more... Like, its hair looks a lot more defined, I guess. Mesprit has, like, a, a fuller head of hair, kind of looks like Knuckles. And Yuxi, or Azelf, doesn't really look too much different, but still interesting, to say the least. Interesting that, uh, again, these Pokemon had back sprites that we didn't get to see the front their front sprites for their beta designs, which I'm upset about. Dialga and Palkia, you know, just their unfinished sprites. Heatran has the same different style sprite. I don't think there's any much that are too different here. Cresselia has a placeholder back sprite. And it looks like the rest of the legendaries here have, uh, you know, they're the same. Uh, same beta sprites as, as we had, nothing different. So the back sprites didn't really give us too much of a look into uh, them. Except for, what, the Lake Trio and Licky Licky? Had some, had some different back sprites that we didn't get to see on their front sprites, which again, disappoints me. Uh, but again... Like I said, who knows 
how many things and how many Pokemon had these insane design changes that we just didn't get to see because this is a, you know, they're on versions of the game that wasn't leaked. Um, If I could, I would love to see like every single development version for these games. I'm super interested in this sort of thing and this kind of uh, seeing the development of these games, seeing the things that got changed, seeing the potential for certain things, um, seeing what the game could have been, what could have been different and thinking, how would it have changed Pokemon? You know, maybe I don't think that these designs would have made a huge difference on how Pokemon evolved, but you never know. Uh, some design design decisions that people didn't really think twice about when they were making them, they could have changed how people view an entire Pokemon. Uh, they, they could have changed something about the entire story of the game. You know, how well the game did even. Like, if they changed the box legendaries of, like, you know, Dialga, Palkia, or, or Giratina. If they had that beta design for Giratina, do you think that they would have been able to ship out Platinum <laughs> the same way as they did? I don't know. I don't think that that Pokemon looks as as insane as uh as as normal Garatina does i don't know if it would have been as appealing uh it's things like that that really really make me excited and i don't know if you can tell but i'm very passionate and excited to talk about the uh these sorts of things um and i thank you uh for listening in this far but it's those types of things that really get me interested in the earlier versions of Pokemon games and what could have been. Uh, there's really not that much that I can talk about. Um, we went over pretty much everything. A lot of the stuff is very minimal changes. Uh, the bigger change things like the the sprites of the, of the you know, the beta Pokemon of, of Diamond and Pearl are really, really what I wanted to talk about. Uh, but, but seeing some of the other things, you know, the music tracks, the other Pokemon designs, the slight changes in those, the trainers, the, uh, the overworld things, it's just so interesting to me. <laughs> uh, and I really, really enjoyed talking about them uh, on this episode of EvoCast, and I hope that you did too. Uh, like I said, in conclusion, I don't really think there's anything much else that I can talk about. I think it's really cool that we got a glimpse into this uh, into this world, into this never-before-seen uh, look into how this game was made. You know, this game is a, is a very important game to so many people's lives, including me, and including so many people that I know, and just seeing what went into these childhood classics is just really, it's almost nostalgia, nostalgic, you know, like, uh, it's like I'm experiencing these designs for the very first time, and seeing these cool new designs, like, imagine if Garchomp was the same as it was in the beta designs, you know, oh man, it, it, it gives me a warm heart just thinking about these types of things, and like, these games and the series are so prevalent in my life that seeing the inner workings and seeing what these games could have been and what, you know, the, the mindset, the, the thought, the care that went into designing these Pokemon, designing these games, designing everything that went into this just makes me feel very happy and I hope it does to you too I hope that I hope that makes sense I hope that's understandable you know relatable uh to people who love Pokemon you know not even as much as I do I hope that if you enjoy Pokemon even in the slightest that you can appreciate the sentimental value of seeing these games 
<laughs> picked apart to, to what they really are inside. And with that, I am going to end today's episode with one last final segment. Everybody's favorite segment, where we talk about a random move. Every episode, Move Tutor. Uh, and on the chopping block today to finish us off is move number 126, Fire Blast. Fire Blast is a damage-dealing fire-type move introduced in Generation 1. It was TM38 from Generation 1, 2 Ultra Sun and Moon, and TM46 in Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. It is TR15 in Generation 8. Um, Fire Blast is a fire-type move. It is a special move. Uh, it has a PP of 5, a power of 110, and an accuracy of only 85%. Uh, in Generation 1, Fire Blast inflicts damage and has a 30% chance of burning a target. Uh, in Generations 2 to 5, Fire Blast now only has a 10% chance to burn the target. Fire Blast can also be used as part of a Pokemon contest combination where the user, with the user gaining 4 extra appeal points if the move Sunny Day was used prior to the turn. Uh, in a Generation 6, Fire Blast power was decreased <laughs> from 120 to 100, 110. Interesting. Uh, they nerfed it. I didn't know they nerfed it. They nerfed it twice. <laughs> it did 120 base power and had a 30% chance of burning the target. I mean, its accuracy is so low. I, I don't know. Maybe it did need a nerf, but it was. Um, some Pokedex entries, there's some information about it, or, you know, some, some descriptions of it. It says, the strongest fire-type attack. Uh, it has a 1 in 3 chance of inflicting a burn on the target, which is actually not true. It's only a 30% chance on a 1 in 3. Um, which I think is funny, because I guess technically it was the strongest fire-type attack, which is not true anymore, because in Cold, Silver, and Crystal, they realize this, and they're like, oh, crap, and it just says, an attack that may cause a burn. They, they really don't, uh, they didn't really hype it up all that much, huh? I guess it's the, it's, you know, the, uh, the character limit, but wow. It's like, it's just like an attack that may cause a burn. Uh, a fiery blast that scorches all. See, now that's what I'm talking about. That's what they, that, that's what they need to have the description sound like. Uh, a fiery blast that may cause a burn. Incinerates everything it strikes. Jesus. Uh, the target is attacked with an intense blast of all-consuming fire. It may also leave the target with a burn. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so, something I've always wondered, and something I actually didn't know until now, is why Fire Blast looks the way it does. You know, like the sort of, like, human-shaped uh, Fire Blast, I suppose, that comes out. Uh, and in the trivia, it says right here, um... And its animation is based on the Daimonji of the Japanese festival Gozan no Okuribi, where a large bonfire is lit in the shape of the character. That's the, you know, the shape that it is. I can't read Japanese. Meaning big or great. Uh, a glitch in... A glitch sometimes occurs in this move in Pokemon Black 2 and White 2, where the background fails to appear, instead showing just black. Interesting. I wonder why that is. I wonder what, you know, what code error causes that. Anyway, uh, I don't really have much else to say about Fire Blast. You know, it's a strong fire move. <laughs> according to, according to uh, Pokemon Stadium, it's the strongest fire type attack. 
Uh, so I think that is going to do it for me for today. If you've listened to this far, this long, longer episode of Extreme EvoCast, uh, thank you so much. I hope you, uh, hope you enjoyed my rambling about the uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl beta. Very interesting stuff to talk about. I'm glad that I had a chance to discuss it, and I hope that you enjoyed it as well. Uh, and with that, I hope you all have a great day. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you in the next one. Bye!